What happens when life throws you a curveball? Will you stand and fight or give up and let opportunity pass you by? We're your hosts, Jen and Andrew Gallegos, and during this podcast, we will explore lessons and strategies that we all can use to make the most out of this one life that we've been given. Welcome to the Head at Home Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Head at Home Podcast. Hope you're all doing well out there. I want to start today's episode off with a quote. Here it is. (laughs) There are three constants in life, change, choice, and principles. This is a quote by Stephen Covey. And I love this quote because I believe it to be facts. I also love it because they're, because the three constants are connected. So principles will impact your choices and you always have a choice. You choose how you react to a certain situation. You choose how to respond to failure. You choose your associations. You choose what to do with your time. You choose how to respond to change. And change is indeed a constant. Things are always changing. We are changing. Business is changing. Our kids and our families are changing. The world is changing. And the choices we make to react to the changes that occur will be determined by our principles that we create for ourselves and our lives. Well, that's all I got. (laughs) So (laughs) That's all I had. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) I love that quote. We have that framed. Yeah, it's in our closet now. It used to be in the hallway before the Christmas decorations went up. You know what? Which looked fantastic, by the way. I think it looks great, except when you were just talking, I'm. Do you, the Christmas tree is tilted. Do you see that? Yeah, it's crooked. <sighs> well, oh well. Nothing, nothing can be too perfect around here. Uh, that's an interesting quote. I was just thinking. I, that's like all I've been thinking about lately. Yeah, I love it. I'm, it's I'm deep. quitting my job. Change is coming. Yeah, so I think, you know, one thing Andrew and I have been talking a lot about when making decisions, and I think Stephen Covey's quote hits us right on right on the head, but you have to use your principles and your values to guide your guide your choices and your decisions they will guide your choices and your decisions whether Uh, you maybe like it or not well they will it depends on what your values are okay give me an example well if i don't know my values if i haven't written my values down hold on do you think how many people or what percentage of the world do you think knows what their values are? Like what their top five values are? It's got to be a small percentage. Hmm. Three, maybe, maybe 3%. Okay. I would think. I don't know. Maybe more. Yeah. I mean, how have you sat down and wrote yours? Yes. Okay. You've sat down and wrote yours. I actually have them in front of me. All right. You want to share? You want to share them with the people? I do. So my values are family, integrity, vitality, strength, and wisdom. 
Okay, so go back to what you were saying before, that your values will always guide your decisions. Because I think sometimes, and the reason I'm saying that is I think sometimes you can ignore your values, right? Like, and one thing that I, I would just say openly, like that I was struggling with is when you are not living in line with your values, right? Right. You you are going to have some emotional responses or reactions in your life. Right. If you know, like if you are living outside of your values, like it's going to be a problem for you. True. But I think then are those really your values though? Because I think you're always acting in line with your values. You might not like the fact that you're acting in line with those values, which is why you need to sit down and write your values out so that you can design mm. mm -hmm. your life and your actions around the values that you actually yeah. think you should have. I get what you're saying though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I think, I think it's worth mentioning that if there is a time in your life where you are feeling a lot of unrest, it might be worth reflecting on what your values are because it's Agreed. likely that you are living out of line with what you truly value. Just saying. Whether that's in a relationship or work. So then why do we act outside of that? Because we don't like change. Because we are hardwired as a human being to protect ourselves. And if we if we are protecting ourselves generally, then we don't, we don't enjoy change, right? Like changes, changes, um, something that could be seen as, uh, you know, scary or it could hurt us. Right. And so a lot of times people might just stay in a situation because what they know is comfortable, right? The devil, you know? Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think it's an interesting thought to consider people's different perceptions about change along with their values. I mean, there's, you know, every human being on this planet is different. So I think, I think there's not like one easy blanket answer, but I do think that people, I mean, even me and I, and I like force myself to do, to change a lot to, so that I get more comfortable with it. But I still, my nat my natural reaction is, I you know, change is scary, bad, all you those fear things. It. Yeah. What do you fear about change? <clears throat> like what's gonna like what's gonna happen? The unknown. Right. Totally. Mm hmm. I feel like any time you make progress, though, it comes from change. I don't think you can or progress failure. without changing, but that's and failure might happen through right change or trying something different, mm -hmm. but you don't know until you do it. Right. I mean, it's, uh, and that's where like fear comes in. And I always ask myself, like, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Like, what would you do? Because I think if we started acting in that way, I mean, gosh, how crazy would that be if you just like did anything without being afraid of afraid of it is is fear just an illusion what do you mean like is it all in our heads yeah well but for good reason right like we used to need 
a, we used to, there were a lot of things that we needed to be quote unquote, potentially afraid of, right? Like if we're living out in the freaking woods, which we're not, which we're not, but we're still made the same way. And so this thing lurking out in the woods might be, you know, how we look at public speaking or how we look at change, right? Like, are you, um, that feeling is still there. So we have that same feeling. We have that same reaction to change, which is scary, even though, and the reason why it's an illusion though, the reason why it is all in our head most of the time, I mean, I'm talking about, obviously there's still things to be afraid of, but most of the stuff. So you quitting your job, right? Is that scary for me? No, I'm not scared of that. That's not something that scares me. I think is that because you've spent time, like you've spent a lot of time understanding that change is good. Yeah, I mean, I that you'll catch yourself. Here's the thing that I know about myself is like I've, like I'll figure it out. Like I'm not. I don't have this. Um, I don't have this fear of like, what if I fail or what if I don't? Like I, I've no. I've changed enough in that way so much that I know that I will find something that I I can do. That's so not part of that's experience that shaped agreed. that philosophy though. And right? I and I also think that when people don't change it's because they've never eaten shit. Yeah. Like I like I've I've been like I've failed so much that like I don't I realize I don't die by failing. It's kind of a freeing experience, yeah. huh? Like Do you I remember know, the first time that you made a really, really, really scary change and you didn't die? Yeah. I mean, getting with you, I would say, is like... Was that the first time, though? Like a huge change? When we b- broke up or when we got back together? I mean, I would say leaving my ex-husband was the biggest. Yeah. But you had left jobs before that, right? Yeah. I just... I Yeah. And I guess I... I mean, I don't have... I don't... I don't know. I've just never had a fear of leaving a a job before. Like I think I just know that like hey, I've lit- I know I think you and I are both pretty scrappy, right? Like, you, like I mean it took a lot. I feel like I am. I feel like I am, but innately like I was scared shitless to make big decisions when I was younger. Hmm. And it take it it's taken me a long time to get to the point to where I embrace change because I feel like what I've learned from my experience and taking that leap of, yeah, leaving a a good relationship, you Mm -hmm. know, for example, or leaving a good, you know, work situation for another, for, and that, the the point of that is leaving a good work situation. I'll just use the work situation because that was heartbreaking for me to leave a group of people in a company that like I came up in you in my career about i loved them, them all yeah. yeah and leaving that good thing to say well this is different it, and it could be better for for different reasons right but um just that example i wouldn't have been able to do that if i hadn't left a few other relationships and situations that were good for better and just realizing like hey if if that good situation was really meant to be i can come back to it too or do like if it's the wrong I think it and this goes back to decision making but like if it's the wrong decision then you just make a new decision right and you just go do something else you got to be strong in your values though 
to make right. that decision, that, to make those decisions. You have to know yourself. Or you will get down a a road that maybe you shouldn't be down. So maybe a better question than how many people, what percentage of the population actually sits down and writes their values down and knows their values. How many people know themselves? Yeah. Ooh. How can you make decisions mm-hmm. if you don't know who you are and what you want and what you're about yeah. and what you value. So decisions are like choices, right? I mean, yeah. and it goes back to that initial quote, changes, change happens all the time, whether you want, and you can facilitate change or change right. will just happen to you. Like it's going to happen either way. Right. Agreed. But your choices are such a big part of that. Because and, and my preference is to be able to facilitate change. Absolutely. But sometimes the pandemic hits and you can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's shit yeah. that's going to come up in your life that you can't control. Yeah. That's true. Do you remember that book, Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah. Great book. Do you remember, like, can you give everyone a summary of it? Uh, Yeah. It's three mice, right? Or four. I think it's four. Let me look. I think there's three. I think there were three mice. How much you want to bet? Uh, 50 bucks. Bowling. Who Moved My Cheese is a fable about four characters ah. who live in a maze and they all love cheese, which I do. When the cheese disappears, Scurry and Sniff enthusiastically head out into the maze to find new cheese and Hem and Haw feel betrayed and complain. Hmm. That's a good book. Oh, that's such a good book. It's a like you can read it in a day too. Oh, or not even. Not I mean, even. Like it's an like hour. an hour. Right. Yeah. So here's their le- here's the lessons from this book. Change happens, right? Like your cheese is gonna get moved. Anticipate the che- anticipate the change. So like recognize that like change is always gonna happen. Monitor the change. Adapt to change quickly. Actually change, and enjoy it. Like I think one cool thing about change, right? And and I guess I I, alm- I almost now enjoy change so much that I have to be careful that I'm not just changing to change, you know? Yeah. Um I I think that there is a really cool place after you make a change where there's endless possibilities, right? Like I I mean it's just like a blank slate where you can choose any possibility. Do you think that's because you're out of your comfort zone in one area of your life though? And you're like, okay, I'm our, I'm, I, I'm out. I'm uncomfortable now. Cause we talked about this when we, cause right after we got together and got mm-hmm. married and bought a house and had a kid, had another, like we were ba- in move jobs. Like we were stayed out of our comfort zone for as long as we possibly could. Mm-hmm. But when you're out of that comfort zone, when you like take that first step, it's almost like a leap and it's like you're flying and that's why you feel that like mm-hmm. almost exhilaration yeah. of that anything is possible. But is it because you're uncomfortable? Yeah, I mean, I just, I think both you and I make a concerted effort to not be comfortable because I think that when you're comfortable, you're- You start to die. You do, but you do, right? Like, I mean, we talk about that all the time. Like, I mean, even this podcast or- me at last year, like drafting, drafting that book or like, I just, I think picking shit that pushes you and makes you uncomfortable. Like, 
I mean, you're just going to grow, right? And if you just suck at it, who gives a shit? Who's like, if you fail, then you learn something, right? Like you're not going to die from failure. But I think there's this thought that like changing is, is, I mean, it's like people feel like they're like going to war, right? When there's a change happening to them, it's just like, oh my God. And you know, and for some and people, they are. they are, right? Comfort but, versus discomfort, right? They're, right. they're being uncomfortable and they're going to have to, that's, that's uncomfortable. Totally. And it's not, I mean, I, you know, there are things in my life that like when they, when they change, like I, it's not cool. Right. But I also, I, I also understand that like change is going to happen no matter what. And I can either like use the energy that's going to happen anyway to like, use it positively or I can fight it and it's going to happen regardless. And I think that that's, I don't know. I feel like that's one of the most important lessons that I've learned in my life is just that you, you have to change and you have to, you have to learn constantly from the situations that require you to change. And you have to be prepared. I feel like you. So how do you prepare? How do you for prepare me, for change? Yeah, like I mean, what do you for do? For me, it's controlling what I can control. Okay. It's having a routine. Ex- okay. ex- executing, uh, having a routine that challenges me. Mm-hmm. And it's executing that and being disciplined in that at the time I get up in the morning, working out, doing the things I need to do for the kids and my job and you know just the things that I can control, I do because I know there's gonna be things that I can't control. And controlling the things I can control helps me be prepared and helps me have that mental bandwidth to be able to handle the things I can't control. Yeah. So I think routine's big. I know I harp on that a lot, but that to me is preparation. And I That's also, training. It also just like gets you through tough days, right? Like I, I mean. It's so, like a reset. Well, so too. Andrew Andrew had COVID a few weeks ago um, and I beat, I, <laughs> I beat COVID. <laughs> it did. I mean, that threw my routine off for sure. But so for me, it was like I couldn't come down in the basement and work out every day. Right. But I, what I did is I was like, okay, like I'm in the trenches with the kids. I'm working during this whole thing, which was super awesome. And worried about you right like you were sick little jacked up and I was like I need to make sure that I do a couple things a day no matter what's going on that like I can do to at least like function right and so for me it was like it was meditating for a few minutes before I got out of bed and it was getting outside and walking every day like I just and I couldn't work out right like I didn't I didn't have the capacity or the time to do that but like I made sure that I could get outside and walk for 30 minutes and get sun on my face every day and I think like when you are going through really hard times or like change or whatever that I, I agree with you like the routine does prepare you for it but it also like sustains you it it provides like a level of consistency that you do need to go through change right like you can't just in a change just blow up everything I mean you need a level of consistency and I think one thing that your routine does is it if if you're changing one part of your life if you keep that other stuff kind of 
that's positive for you, that can be a really helpful tool to get through kind of those like uncomfortable feelings of change. Yeah. I think also being really in tune with your emotions, like fear, anxiety, anger, sadness, because mm-hmm. I think those are some of the things that come up when you're going through change or when things are hard. And I think if you're in touch with them and you understand like what those feelings are, mm-hmm. you're just able to like handle them better. Like if you can acknowledge like, oh, this is anxiety. Just like you would right. acknowledge like, oh, I'm happy. Yeah. Or like, oh, exactly. I'm getting, I'm, yeah, like this emotion is, is impacting me right now mm-hmm. and it maybe and it sucks, but I have to sit through it. And mm-hmm. I understand I'm, you know, but like that just, and I know everyone's level of like emotions are different. Like it, it, right. certain things hit certain people harder. For me, if I get emotionally just hijacked by something, I, yeah, that, that helps me is I acknowledge the feeling and I don't associate like with it, you know, and I say, okay, that's, that's a feeling I have to sit through it. I know it'll eventually end. And then mm-hmm. I think that's helpful too. One thing I was thinking about while you were just talking is uh, I feel like when you're in change or when you're in a situation that you do not like or that you're uncomfortable with or whatever, I think a lot of times we like to just sit in it and complain, right? Like, I, and I've absolutely been guilty of this. But I think for me, like if I'm, it kind of goes to like, recognizing change and recognizing that it's coming and preparing. So like for me, I think one, I mean, just even like with this job situation, like you and I have been talking for a long time and preparing like a plan, right? Like we, so I think one thing that helps with change is when you are, um, when you create a plan and so you create some next yeah. steps because yep. that can really help like lay the foundation of like what this sure. abstract idea of change is going to look like. What about resources? What do you mean? Like material that you can go to or people that you can talk to when you're going through a big change to help with that too, where you said, you know, we're talking about like routine Yeah. So I think, I mean, taking care of yourself is like my answer to generally everything, but that's a big one. Um, I, I think who moved my cheese and that book switch by Chip and Dan Heath, is it? I think it's decisive too. I think they wrote decisive is good. Yeah. Those are both really good books about change and, and how you go through change and manage, manage change. I also think, um, it's worth like talking to people about, you know, yeah. like, and the, th- the thing that like, I'm, I'm just always thoughtful about this with, with people that I, you know, ask opinions of, like, you want to be careful about who you're asking opinions of. Right. Right. Like just because someone is, you know, like you're great at doing mortgages. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I would never in my life ask you about any interior decoration. No. I mean, you should. Oh, kiss it. So but I agree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's okay. Right. And I might give you my opinion and you might say, <laughs> you okay. But like do. you said, yeah, you take it with a grain of salt and you say, okay, this totally. isn't your, like, do, do you, and maybe you look at the way that I 
decorate the garage or the basement and you say, okay, I don't necessarily want to take advice from this person (laughs) because of that, that situation, you know, totally. But I think it's, I think that's really important because sometimes, um, the people you would generally go to for advice might not necessarily be the ones that you go to for a specific type of advice. Yeah. Yeah. What other resources can you think of? No, I think that, I think that's good. I mean, I think talking to people, taking other people's opinions into consideration and yeah, like kind of doing what you will with that, but also looking at where they're at in their life and figuring out like, okay, how did that work for them? Are they where I want to be? You mm-hmm. know, and if they are, then cool. That might be advice that I take. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, like you said, uh, and just again, just going back to the routine, part of your routine should be learning, you know, mm-hmm. learning something. Maybe it's maybe it's reading a book that you've already writ- uh, read. Maybe it's listening to a podcast about change where, you know, someone maybe went through a significant change and you can learn from them and just take a couple pointers. But I, I think feeding your mind with that material just to kind of keep you thinking of new ideas is mm-hmm. positive regardless of what it is. I do mm-hmm. like that um, Decisive book, though, by Chip and Dan Heath. Yeah, that's a great book. Well, it just helps you again when you're if you're making a decision on okay, what what's your next move going to be? It just kind of helps you think of a couple other factors that you might not think of on your own. Right, and I think like taking an objective viewpoint is is sometimes like really helpful. Um, you know, and decisive that book allows for some different tools in order to do that. I think a lot of times when you are faced with change. Um, your short-term emotion can really get in the way, you know? And so I think being able um, being able to look at things in, in a different way can be really helpful. You know, like for me, one thing that I really like doing is multi-track where you, instead of looking at this or this, like you can consider both, right? Mm-hmm. And looking through all of the options that way. Um, but I think finding someone who solved your problem is like a great way to like true learn. Right. And so, um, finding people, whether that's through learning about, about it or through people in your personal life that have solved your problem or gone through something that you are going through is, is really freaking helpful. Agreed. That's it. That's all I got. Are you gonna sing that change? Change, change, change. Except I do. You think it's is that what it's called? <laughs> I have no idea. Hold on, I got it. Aretha, it's Chain of Fools, so it's not oh, even it's not chain. chain. <laughs> Can we just? <laughs> we'll cut that part out. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star rating on, what's the podcast? Is it Apple Podcast? <laughs> please give a, I thought you were going to be like, Shut please up. give us a five-star rating on Spacebook. <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see ya. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.